Support for a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Hey, yo, it's showtime. Here we go. Buckle up, mask up, Ray Mysterio. Yeah. Mr. McMahon in your stereo I'ma set the stipulation and scenario Force count everywhere, doors drop everywhere Hit you with a finisher from out of nowhere Eyes all white with the cold stare You know I had to go there Hell yeah, the flow so real Pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts You ain't really ready for the boss No pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts Shooting star deadly off the porch No pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts The most electrifying, steady with the sauce Not a penny in my shorts just a Kenny for your thoughts. Yeah, just a Kenny for your thoughts. What? The Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Brandon, what the what the hell are you doing right now with a jock strap on your face? Well, you know, we've been doing all that ASMR, and so I, I've really gotten into sensory deprivation now. Find it out. Pretty good. Brandon, we can't even hear you. you. The damn thing's covering your mouth. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, I've been really into sensory deprivation now, so I'm uh, I'm trying this out. It feels pretty good. What do you think, Brandon? Why do you think we've been gone for a month? Tell them the tell them the truth. I I, I think because we got too wasted. <laughs> we actually got wasted off of this beer. If you look really closely, take that shit off your head. By the way, Oh, come on. This is the beer that we got drunk off of. It was a uh, Voodoo Ranger. Shout out to uh, Kevin and Steven. I miss them. We had a good week. We had a good WrestleMania weekend, didn't we? Yeah, I think so, man. If you remember intense. it, Brandon, yeah. Brandon pretty much passed out like first day of WrestleMania. So that was fun. They messed me up, man. They got yeah. me out in the, in the heat. Did you know that this was supposed to arrive? If you're looking, if you're in the audio version, it's like the Seth Rollins drip jacket here. Did you know this was supposed to arrive in time for me to wear for WrestleMania, and oh, it didn't? Dang. <sighs> so well, it's mad. Yeah, I was supposed to have to the Seth Rollins way. drip at WrestleMania, and this thing <laughs> arrived for what? For like, what am I gonna do with this suit now? I'm gonna donate <laughs> this to the Salvation Army. Has he, has he dropped that whole thing? Like, does he even do that anymore? Uh, I don't think he is. It's, I mean, it probably yeah. got really <laughs> expensive, right? Oh, my God. Dang, that sucks. You get to represent at the gimmick. But, guys, yeah, we haven't been here since WrestleMania. And, uh, man, it is... Uh, honestly, like, I, I, I want to say, like, oh, man, guys, you know, took a break and I needed the time to think. But, honestly, I've been having a really good time. Uh, life's been good. Life's been great. Um, I have nothing, nothing to complain about, but I have missed you guys. Um, but Hey, I, everything, everything happened for a reason. Um, my mortgage business and stuff is getting better. Um, a lot better. So I, you know, being a father has gotten better. So every aspect of my life's gotten better except the podcast. I was like, I gotta, I don't want to talk to these marks anymore. You know, these fucking people, let me just cut the, cut the chain, uh, Brandon, tell them why we were gone for a month. Tell them how you got COVID at WrestleMania, and then they had to quarantine uh, for two weeks, and then and then stubbed your toe in a parking lot, and then yeah, 
I did get COVID, but I did. I, I do think I got alcohol poisoning. It was pretty bad. I was stumbling through the streets. We were trying to get. An it Uber. was so long ago. Um, and I guess this podcast will just be a freestyle, by the way, because we don't have like any script. We don't. I don't even know if we're going to be talking about this week in wrestling. But you know, for those of you who are new to our podcast, this is the wrong episode to uh, <laughs> to start. <laughs> it's on. A bad one to start. Go yeah, look back at some of the older playlists. That's probably where you'll want to start, okay? Uh, but we see some of the regulars in the chat. So hi to Hollis, hi to Diego, hi to Hunter. Hunter, I hey. appreciate your comment. Uh, Hunter says, fuck, I haven't been this happy. The podcast is back. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm um, sorry to hear you've been having a tough time, brother. Brother, brother. We're no. also monetized now, Brandon. Like, we're, we're making a couple what? pennies off of this. I get to drink on air and make oh, money doing it. Snap. And noticed I said I. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Where's my uh, my cut of these pennies? I already paid. Like I already pay you to be a co-host. You haven't got paid in a month. I'm surprised oh, you weren't man. beating down my door. But let's talk about <laughs> WrestleMania weekend, man. Um, that was yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about WrestleMania? Was it a cool weekend for you? Uh, <laughs> it was, dude. It was. It was weird because uh, you were like, "Oh, my boys are coming down." Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh, okay." So I just thought, you know, they're gonna show up. You know, some point earlier during the day, but we were just going to head out to Mania straight, you know, from your spot and just watch the show and be done with it. How that turned like he sends me this this text and he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, he 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 got us into this uh, party that Brooke Hogan's hosting over at this like pool spot, and her brother is going to be the DJ." I'm like, "What the hell? Like it's some pool party? Like what is this?" It's good times. It was really yeah, good times, like, actually. Yeah. Brandon, that's where Brandon made the mistakes, man. Um, because we get in there, and um, the bad part, I guess, like, I was the designated driver, and the bad part uh, is, like, I probably drank more than Brandon, <laughs> but I was a lot more coherent. Like, I don't endorse anything I just said, but I guess my point wow. is that Brandon was stumbling and bumbling and just sloppy drunk. And like I'm like fine, like you would have never known I I drank. I just I couldn't. But handle that it, so so again, okay. Let's let's rewind that back. I don't want that yeah. to be like a, oh my god, I drank so much. That was more of like a comment on how lightweight Brandon is, <laughs> because Brandon's like all like literally stumbling and bumbling everywhere. When was it? We had to walk into the hotel, my friend's hotel, right afterwards, and Brandon just like having to prop this guy up. And then we had to go like back to the car in like a parking garage, and Brandon's just walking the wrong direction. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell was going on, man. <laughs> I was getting scared, but we made it. Th- you know who I feel bad about though is uh, one of, one of your buddies that met up with us when we were going into the pool party. He uh, he had on you know like jeans and, and a flannel, and I'm like, it's a pool party, it's whatever, like we can get in. And uh, they yeah, like they, they like, wouldn't let him no, in for dress like, code. Okay. Like, and. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? I love John. John, hi. I know you're probably watching. Um, I love John. Yeah, I was like, I was so like, why don't you? I was like, why don't you have shorts? <laughs> you know, like, that was so weird. And like, I felt I bad because like, like I would have, I, I would have brought an extra pair of shorts. You know what I mean? It's like, well, come on, man. Yeah, they were gonna make the man cut his jeans. They're gonna make him cut his jeans to get, get in. Yeah, that was good <laughs> so time. That stuff. Oh man. But anyway. By the time we get to WrestleMania, uh, it was really funny because like this is this is a story about like sometimes I, I believe things happen for a reason, and you know uh, I'm not saying anything bad about him, but John John is very similar to me, right? So John wanted to get to WrestleMania an hour early, 
and was kind of mad that we we hadn't left yet. And he takes his own cab. And my new philosophy, you know, is like, hey, everything happens the way that it should. And so if we're late, we're late. So we were. We we showed up maybe 8.15, you know, and, and we, we got there and we're literally walking um, through the concourse and we get out there and we're ready to go down to our seats and we notice like nothing's really going on yet. And then all of a sudden the announcement comes, uh, thunderstorm warning, everybody into the concourse and we were already in the concourse. So we just look at each other like, and I look at my, my friend Kevin, I'm like, everything happens for a reason. We got to WrestleMania 15 minutes late. Everybody who had gotten into their seats were forced to come back up to avoid the rain while we were just already where we were. In fact, we went and got food and beer because everybody else is <laughs> rushing to get to the concourse. We're first in line. So again, I, I truly believe that if you just calm down, things happen the way that they should. So we missed not any, like not one thing for WrestleMania and got to stay dry, which by the way, you know, a lot of people were given a go go ahead. What are you going to say? No, I was going to say like, when I have to urinate before an event, you guys shouldn't freak out about being late. Like we're going to make it. It's going to work out. To be honest, it did work like that. As much as I give you shit, those times did work out because we ended up in a section where like, you know, instead of sitting high in the balcony, we were put in like a special section. Yeah. So I mean, things you happen get to see for a AJ reason. Styles. Yeah. I, I mean, if I see the phenomenal AJ Styles in the TNA wrestling, uh, my my AJ's gotten worse, way worse. <laughs> um, no, but WrestleMania was such a good experience. But I look over night one, Brandon just falling asleep the whole time, the whole time, just was asleep. I was, I was, was so man. messed I up. Couldn't stay up. I couldn't. And you know what else? So, some of your boys that, that were there, they weren't sitting with us, but uh, they got pretty sauce too, and they were falling asleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, was like, who are you talking well, yeah. about? No, no, that was uh, Steven's friends. Uh, yeah, they were they yeah. were messed up, and I guess they were asleep. And we said that we should have <laughs> literally sent Brandon with them because they were so messed up and, and asleep most of the event. They don't remember most of it. Um, but night one, no one's going to believe me. Bad Bunny got probably the loudest reaction out of everybody. No one's going to believe yeah, me. That, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and another thing is a lot of people were like oh covid mania they're uh you know look at wwe stuffing all these people on camera side and they're trying to like i'm not gonna call it out but it's a dude on what culture right and he's he's saying um oh well you know wwe doesn't care about the people and all this and i'm like hey mark um that literally all those were like cardboard cutouts and i showed pictures right, right, yeah. and you know it's bad when i ratio the original poster and he works for What Culture, which is like one of the biggest YouTube channels out there, if not the biggest. And I'm ratioing his ass because it's literally like you're posting misinformation. It's not that there were so many people stuffed on uh, against each other. It's there were cardboard cutouts. And I have videos on social media. Again, AKFYT Wrestling. You can see I posted proof that there were uh, cardboard cutouts there. Come on now. I don't like when people yeah, post yeah, misinformation. Yeah. People were telling me. Who was at WrestleMania? What was happening? Like, oh, yeah, you know, the people are on top of each other. doing. I'm like, what WrestleMania are you at? Because I'm literally sitting in the crowd. Yeah, they had a spaced out. They had sections that were empty in front of us, I think, mm-hmm. uh, behind us. Uh, yeah, they took our temps. We were anally swabbed. Like, everything was 
we and I we was not anally swabbed yet. on the way in. I don't know which section you went through. On the way, yeah, what I but I definitely was not <laughs> anally swabbed. And trust me, I would have liked to be. Yeah, but yeah, everything was all you know safe for people that had those sort of concerns. So, but yeah. sensible people, unlike Brandon. <laughs> but uh, you know, it worked out because I, even though I slept through most of night one, night two. I don't. This is this me. is what I don't understand. Right. WWE night has not been the, the same since night two because there was a joke, and you can go see it again on our social media at AKFYT Wrestling on Twitter. It's the pin tweet. Uh, night one of WrestleMania is literally me going, yeah, because it was amazing. And Brandon's like asleep. And then night two was like booked for Brandon because oh, you got man. Nia and Tamina like, facing each other, you know, it should have the tag the title, team champions. Man. You got oh, Randy Orton beat the Fiend in like decisive faction with the, you know, the Fiend <laughs> getting turned on by Alexa Bliss. What else happened? They had, uh, a, I don't know, but it was like light night two definitely was more of like a casual fan right. night. Yeah, you had the main event. You had Reigns and you know uh, Brian and Edge. So it's like everything was in night two. All the good stuff happened in night two, except well, according for to Brandon. Not, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. According to Brandon, everything good happened in night two. Because according to me, everything happened. Good happened in night one. You know, so we were we weren't feeling like the rest of the group was not feeling night two. But um, all in all, good WrestleMania. Like I look back and it's like so surreal that we went to WrestleMania this year because like with all the COVID and what's going on and you know, we ended up at a, at a strip club somewhere and that was good time. You know? <laughs> that was fantastic. And I got yelled at by the waitress for uh, wearing a Florida Gator jacket. I guess true. she was a knoll. Weird, true. Weird it's it's hard. Me. I'm going to be honest with y'all. It's hard trying to remember all of these, these things uh, four weeks out because it's, it's been a little bit since we've done an episode and we never did like a WrestleMania recap. But um, if you go on my social media again, uh, yeah, AKFYT Wrestling, there is a lot of pictures from there. Uh, so grateful, uh, thankful to WWE, uh, which I guess let's, let's segue into this because there's another event that we're supposed to be going to pretty soon on May 30th, mm-hmm. which is Double or Nothing, AEW. Um, that's in Jacksonville, Florida. And I was, you know, going on social media and saying, you know, oh, man, I'm excited for Double or Nothing. Now, this is before I know a lot of people are going to say there was a crowd announcement. Uh, but this is before that. A lot of people were like, I'm sick of people go- trying to travel for these events. It's not essential. It's not that. And I'm like, I live in Florida. Like, I'm going to travel there by car. It's going to be, we're going to be masked up. Like, what is the big deal? It's an outdoor venue. I'm fully vaccinated, by the way. That's also why I kind of took a break. Because now I'm, I'm, a little, I'm fully vaccinated. Like, things have happened in the last <laughs> couple weeks, you know? Did it, did it knock you out for a week? Uh, it, no, it, it did up. knock me out for a day, though. Because I, oh, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm Superman. Like, I don't need it'll be I'll be fine. I went to like, you know, hang out on the beach. I was fine. And then I came home and I crashed. It was it was bad. So so that second shot is no joke, guys. Please go get your vaccinations. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's the way to sell it. <laughs> huh? I don't know if that's the way to sell it. What do you mean? So wait, wait, hold on. Hold on, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. I compare it to giving birth. OK, OK. And what I mean by that is this. You know, there are people what? out there like, no, wait, wait, hold on. Give birth. Let, okay, I will, let, right. me, let me tell you what I mean by that. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, going to say tomorrow's Mother's Day, right? Are you telling me that the pain that a mother went through for that day of giving birth to a child is not worth having that child in their life? I think my mom would 
rather do well, without the page. It's <laughs> different because, you know, when, when Brandon pops out, you're kind of like, well, shit, I could have done better. Maybe I should have cooked this yeah. one in the oven a little bit longer, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, what I'm saying is, like, I you know, I never understand when people are, like, afraid of a needle or something, and they don't understand that it's, like, it's going to benefit them in the long run, though. So it's, like, what does it matter? I will say, though, ever since I got that second shot, my 5G connection on my phone has been pretty damn good. You see? You see? It was all in the cooked in the books, baby. <laughs> we know what's going on. But anyway, uh, getting back but to yeah, it. Yeah, crowd you know, announcement. Yeah, AEW. So AEW now is uh, announcing, or Tony Khan went on Busted Open and has said this is going to be the first full capacity crowd that Daily Place has, that AEW has in over a year. So now I'm yes. like, do we go? Brandon's like, oh, hell yeah, we go. Yeah. I mean, look, bro, the UFC did it, and they had they didn't even have any weird. I wouldn't trust Dana White. Went, I went wouldn't awesome. trust Dana White with my taxes, much less a full capacity event. Me and Matt Riddle, me and Matt Riddle don't like Dana White. There's a great pay per view. Why do you guys hate on Dana White? <laughs> I don't know. I just Dana White seems like a. Anyway, anyway, uh, <laughs> he respects the biz. Fair enough. Fair enough, yeah. but I'm saying, I'm saying, look, um, a- AEW, double or nothing, full capacity. I saw a lot of people coming out, and they were saying, well, AEW having a 5,000 uh, people crowd is nothing. WWE just had 25K, you fucking idiots. And I'm like, wait, hold on a second. Hold on. Again, forget what you feel about the pandemic. Forget what you feel like of whether <laughs> we should wear masks or not, right? Again, we're just comparing yeah. apples to apples here. Um. 25,000 people spread out in a 70,000 seat stadium is very different than 5,000 people at full capacity. Okay? So what I'm saying there is, hey, look at this. We have our Uh, first super chat. That's something I actually (laughs) did not mention, but we literally uh, have been monetized in the month that we're gone. Wow. So we're we're not monetized and you can do a super chat right now. So thank you so much to Supreet of Slam Hub Wrestling. He says, Namaste to to both Kenny and Brandon. Keep up the work, guys. Also, (laughs) hold on. He says, also, I want Brandon to end this week's show with a non-copyrighted song. So, Brandon, you have to do that. Just FYI. A non-copyrighted song. And uh, Hunter says, holy shit, we can donate now. So yes, you can you can definitely donate, especially buy me a beer is what I'm gonna say. Buy me another beer and uh help me out here. But anyway, um yeah, twenty-five K. I don't know, again, Brandon, I know you're the anti COVID, anti mask kind of person. No uh-huh. muzzles on me, brother, brother. But um <laughs> you know, in your opinion, yeah. I guess, on that side, since we differ on that, how do right. you feel, you know, uh a, is it worth comparing a 25,000 seat uh, of 25 K people at WrestleMania in a 70,000 seat arena to an AEW event, 5,000 people full capacity. In other words, everyone right on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's supposed, there's supposed to be different or it's supposed to be the other one, I guess having everybody spread out is supposed to be safer. uh, Right. than having the people jam packed. Um, Like I said, look, you know, you could, like you said, you're vaccinated. I'm sure, you know, they might have a mask thing going, so I'm not worried about that too much. Um, like I said, the UFC has just held an event, I think, in Jacksonville, too. Uh, they have right. full capacity, an indoor thing, so 
I'm, I'm, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll go up. And I think, I think AEW will probably take more sort of. They'll take more precaution. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Is like Tony Khan's not going to let cases of COVID come out. Um, I have a lot of trust with AEW in that sense. Um, I think they will pull it, pull it off without a hitch. Um, I think there'll be stations. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that you have to get tested before you buy tickets. Like that would not surprise me. Um, for for double or nothing um because i think again like you said aew is definitely going to take the proper uh precautions uh that being said yeah you know i feel a little bit safer you know i'm fully vaccinated i'll be wearing a mask when we're there and just that's gonna be hunter by the way thank you uh, donating a dollar uh you don't have to do that thank you so much thank you so much um man this is this is cool like to be able to come back to the podcast and it's like now like people can donate and we can talk. I don't know. That is, I never, never could have imagined the day that we'd be making money off of this. Because obviously we've always just done this for the love of the business, love of the, in Brandon's case, the love of attention and people scratching his ego. <laughs> um, but it's just so cool to even like make, I think like it came out like we made $5 in monetization the first week. And like I texted a friend and I was like, the fact that I can buy a cup of coffee because I talk wrestling is cool Mm. and that's the way i said it and it's a very genuine thing of like wow i can buy a cup of coffee and i mean that you know but i've also bought a a dogecoin so guys elon (laughs) musk is on uh, snl tonight cash your shit out dump your shit tonight brother (laughs) (laughs) he's throwing that out there brandon uh uh, hunter says he just got you his uh your paycheck yes i appreciate it I'm excited. Uh, so what I didn't realize, by the way, and I shouldn't say I didn't realize it, but it didn't click in my head that these dates were conflicting. So my mother's birthday, she's turning 60, is on June mm. 1st. And I was like, oh, God, there's 31 days in May, right? Because I'm like, I can't obviously can't go to double or nothing if it's like May 30th and then June 1st. But I'm like, oh, wait, there's 31 days. So at least I can go to uh, <laughs> I can go to double or nothing in Jacksonville. Come back and then go to uh, her birthday. Um, we are renting like a hotel and stuff like that for her 60th birthday. Sucks, man. I want to like give her a cruise and stuff, but it's like, you know, times are a little different right now, you know? Mm. That's crazy, man. The mother's, man. It's Mother's Day, too. Coming it is up Mother's tomorrow, Day tomorrow uh, in an hour or so uh, when we're shooting this. So it's a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And then, Brandon, uh, I am like your mother. I uh, I do protect you and nurture you and take care of you. So you should wish me a happy Mother's Day. <laughs> happy Mother's Day, Kenny. Thank you. I appreciate that. He's the mother and the father. I've always been your mother. You know, take care of you. Yeah. Wipe your mouth. You know, when you got a little dribble going on the sides. You know. I love it, dude. dude this nine percent alcohol that's not, not good. It's not good. That's why you got messed <laughs> up. Like this this Voodoo Ranger is literally like a almost ten percent alcohol. It's like nine point six or something. Yeah, there's something within the mixing with the ginger ale. Brandon right Brandon can't drink. Brandon doesn't know because Brandon <laughs> thinks he can drink, but does not is not able to. I've literally had friends in Florida say, well, Kenny's a lightweight. Kenny, Kenny don't drink. You know why Kenny doesn't drink? Because drinks do nothing for Kenny. <laughs> so when we were out with our friends and I was getting like that's you saw me in my element, Brandon. Tell tell the people, tell the people how much I drank and tell Tell them how I was able to maintain compared to you, because I drank more than you, and you were just sloppy. You know, uh, you know, tell them, just tell them the truth. <laughs> I don't know how to say. Tell them the truth. 
that she had Brandon, warned me. I don't know. Politician, that. tell them the truth. But I will say he he did handle whatever he did drink. He did handle it, you know, a lot better than I did. But I guess all, all of them did actually, because I I know the other two were. I don't know. I would like, say it on God. air right now because he's gonna listen back yeah. to it. But I don't know if Kevin did on night two. Kevin, Kevin definitely was the Brandon <laughs> of night two. Kevin was falling asleep in his hotel room, and it got pretty bad. It got pretty bad. And I'm never seen to his credit. I've never seen Kevin like that because he is usually <laughs> he, the he one that in. can handle he his alcohol. In. But like to put in perspective, and again, I just want to yeah. tell you all the level. So we're at a strip club here in Tampa. And yeah, I blame yeah. We're literally, it's literally half an hour before closing, and Kevin decides to buy a bottle. <laughs> what did he buy? What was a bottle of what? Can't remember. So, uh, some sort of vodka. Let's say Grey Goose, yeah. just for the sake of, of it, okay? So he, he buys a thing of Grey Goose. We're walking around the club. Me and him go have a green tea shot. We come back. It's literally like maybe five minutes before it closes, and we have a bottle to kill. So three shots later, and I'm talking about three shots of like literally a full cup, not like three shots of like a, a jigger, you know? It's like literally like whole cups um three shots later and that each for each of us and then we've killed the bottle okay cool i'm still maintaining brandon's just fucked up brand's completely fucked up we gotta call the uber go back to the hotel room i'm thinking we're going back out everybody else is just falling asleep (laughs) (laughs) i was in rare form i was like dming every girl i've ever talked to this was (laughs) You, you know you know what did i think did kevin is because the the bar keep was like trying them man Bart no bullshit trying, my boy bullshit on that sense because kevin was getting as much poured into his cup as i was <laughs> i paid attention i paid attention to that what messed kevin up what you don't realize is kevin was uh, drinking way before we had gotten there uh, that's what messed him up because remember by the time we got to like the bar they were already a couple drinks in and then Steven stopped and Kevin kept going. So as much as I was matching Kevin from the time I was there, Kevin maybe had like five, six beers before, you know, I even got there. When I was nursing Crazy. Brandon, by the way, because Brandon shows up to my house uh, for, uh, you know, before night two and Brandon's fucked up and I'm giving this dude like coconut water, massaging his shoulders and telling him it'll be okay, baby girl. <laughs> yeah, dude, that you coconut know? water was awful, but I think it helped. I was gonna say, yeah, the, uh, fuck, yeah. fuck how it tasted. Did did not help you, guys? I, that is I my that help. Yeah. Forget Powerade. Forget uh, Pedialyte. Coconut water. People are asking wrestling. People are saying wrestling. Am I right? And eh, I never promised a wrestling episode on this one. But <laughs> I guess let's talk. I guess let's talk some wrestling. Um. So in the meantime, did you hear about the Mickey James controversy? What happened? Uh, I saw there was a bag. Look, all I'm <laughs> saying is, on it. I would be offended if Brandon showed up on my doorstep too. <laughs> because Mickey James was giving her belongings <laughs> in a trash bag, and here's my that, thing. So that's not like standard. Isn't that like standard? It is absolutely. But yeah. that was the problem, and, and and it takes it takes no pun intended, but it takes balls, you know, like for Mickey James to be like. Yeah, this is the norm, but this shouldn't happen. And that's kind of why I'm glad she brought it to everyone's attention, because it was like, forget the fact that it was her belongings showing up in a trash bag. Forget, you know, that they're treating Mickey James like that. It was the fact that, like, many other people have been treated like this. And the fact that Mickey James stepped up using her name value and said, this ain't right. Hmm. Um. 
I I think is a brave thing to do because obviously you know other people have come out and said like yeah I received my shit in a in a trash bag too but no one ever <laughs> said anything but like how demoralizing is it to think that you like get fired from a company and you receive your shit in a trash bag at like I've had exes I've had exes that I haven't treated like that you know what I mean like here's your shit in a trash a trash bag come on man. <laughs> Were you, were you surprised by any of the releases or was it, you know, something that needed to happen anyway? Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, that was the most shocking thing that happened in the last month is the releases of a lot of great names. Samoa Joe. I mean, stood stood outside with a damn poncho on. And they fired his ass the next week. Samoa Joe, I guess my thing with that is like, I get if like, okay, he's not passing medical and stuff like that and people are like okay but maybe you know he's not worth the contract you know he's gonna be an announcer like he wasn't worth the money i was like okay but that's not warranting a release you maybe adjust the contract to announcers pay with the expectation that hey if you're cleared to return to the ring um you get your talent contract back Hmm. there are ways to do this in business but no like my dude was just released (laughs) and that sucks a bunch of girls, the Iconics, bro. <laughs> we had high hopes. That's funny, Brandon. Uh, Brandon can't see the chat, but, and the chat's going, your girl, Bully K, got released. <laughs> and, uh, Brandon's saying the same thing. I thought that was a damn shame. Uh, I think it's a shame. I literally said, I think I'm a jinx. I think everybody, I, any girl I get you behind in WWE, they get released. Deanna Perrazzo yeah, was my girl right. like last year and got released. And then Mickey I was like, James. you know what? I was like, you know what? Forget Deanna Perrazzo. Billy Kay is where it's at. And then Billy Kay gets released. But that's a shame too, because I guess my thing with Billy Kay is she fit the mold of WWE. She literally was what WWE wants in a talent, which is that she could work the mic, she could be quirky, and she just makes gold out of everything. Like she's like an R Truth, where she can just make gold out of everything. Speaking of which, where the fuck is R Truth been? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, my point is like, how do you release Billy Kay? And yeah, Diego says, "Stop liking women; you're going to get them all fired." Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I need to stop liking women. But you know I need what? to start liking big, sweaty men. Yeah, there you go. How crazy is it yeah. that we did commentary for Johnny Knockout, by the way, at Knockout Wrestling? Oh, yeah. Like, it's funny how, like, to think, like, we're making fun of that joke, but, like, we've done commentary for that dude. That was the guy. That was the guy. <laughs> what were you saying? But, yeah, I was going to say, I mean... Even though Kenny's sort of got the curse when it comes to the women, you know, I have the magic touch and wait, evolution wait is back. The biggest Again, in wrestling. This is what I've said. I was like, Evolution no. is back. No, Damn I it. don't know. I yes. think secretly they've hired yes. Brandon Brown to book Monday Night Raw because ever since night two of WrestleMania, WWE has not made uh. sense because all of a sudden they fire the Iconics. They fire Mickey James. They fire Samoa Joe. They fire countless other amazing talents. And then they hire back Eva Marie. So again, I don't know what's going on, but there's a conspiracy here because Brendan Brown is being satiated oh, by it Monday Night so Raw. Good. Uh, it just, it's just the vindication, bro. It feels so good. I mean, she, you know, she said it. She was like, man, like, I'm, I'm going to be back. And it's like she's been working her tail off, you know, 
hey, the gym just got absolutely shredded. And I was like, man, Did you know like, she's like 36 she, years old or something. Like, I, know, I actually didn't insane. realize that like, she was like, I don't, I don't want to say old. Like, you know, we're not talking, but like, like age per se. But like, again, it's like even Marie looks good for 36 years old. Yeah. Like, like, I didn't realize she was up there. You know, I, I didn't even realize she was older than me. You know, so right, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> People say, "Can he turn it turning into Sami Zayn?" There's no conspiracy, the bro. They know, they know what's gonna sell. They know what's box office. Like, you know what? She got out there, got herself in shape. Yeah, looking good. And Hollis is correct, by the way. She together, said, "She said Eva Marie's already been hired back. Like, been hired back. She's been training at the PC for like a year. And yeah, there were reports like maybe October or so that um, Eva Marie was, you know, training for a comeback at WWE's PC. So yes, that is correct. But it's kind of like it's just the timing, you know. It's like it's like <laughs> Billy Kay and stuff. All these like great women are gone, and all of a sudden, like the next week, it's like the evolution is starting. Yes, there's only one evolution." And that is uh, Lemmy's evolution. Evolution is a mystery. God rest your soul, Lemmy. We miss you. Not this evolution. Not this evolution, Devin. Come on, man. No, I feel like uh, could... what's her face in uh, in the Matrix? Not like this, Brandon. Not like this. <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> it was so salty, but it was awesome. I was so <laughs> mad when we were watching. Oh man! It's like the one thing I perked up for. <laughs> right, right, Brandon was like falling asleep, and he was like, "Oh shit, even Marie!" And I'm like, "No!" By the way, everyone's telling me not to ever do the Lemmy voice again. Oh dang! Look, remember WrestleMania 17? Because do you remember when Lemmy just looks at the mic? He goes, "We are Motorhead, and we're gonna kick your ass." <laughs> that was I don't good. know. It's like an inside joke. Did they ever do an Emolution? Yeah, it's like what the hell. They've tried this before, Brandon. What about a Brandon Lucian? This Evolution makes more work, sense, though. though. Evolution does work. make yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it makes more sense with the name. <laughs> it's going to work out. Plus, You're, she can sort of fill in where they sort of dropped the ball with uh, Fire and Desire. Ah, please team up Sonya to Villa Mandy Rose again. That's all I ask. Not this Dana Brooke shit where her nipple showing at WrestleMania and Mandy Rose is falling down. What the hell is this team? By the way, how how crazy is it that Peacock kept the rain delay, but WWE Network did not? Oh, that's weird. Yeah, they edited it out. So for all the, everybody talking about Peacock is shit, they left in <laughs> the rain delay. The rain delay. Wow. Wow. People, Thanks, Peacock. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess this up word up royally but your lemmy voice sounds like kermit the frog after doing ketamine 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 anyway anyway i'm sorry i can't pronounce that word <laughs> ketamine ketamine <laughs> i think you said it right the first time shut the fuck up brandon don't question me <laughs> no, need another I beer need, need another bottle damn it have you ever seen john wick do you understand what i'm doing I need another uh, bottle. The dude that got castrated in Game of Thrones. Oh. <laughs> I feel like Brandon where I'm like, no one understands what I'm saying right now. But I'm saying it anyway because it's my fucking show. It's your show, man. It's Brandon, what show. else is there to talk about in the world of professional wrestling? Daniel Bryan's gone. Wait, now, talk- wait, yeah, hold on, wait. Is this, this like a work thing? Or is no, let's, like let's talk, first like of all, let's talk about Big Daddy Roman getting a new theme song, which I went viral for <sighs> because I pointed out that Paul Heyman was vibing to the song as if 
he was the one that got a new theme song. That so was go, some uh, lifty camera work you did to capture that. <laughs> capture Polly. I literally had to get up and like film my TV like this yeah. with the phone. Um, let me. <laughs> Slam Hub Wrestling says Lemmy's WrestleMania performance uh, is greater than Downstate Revolution performance. I don't even remember Downstate doing a performance. That's to tell you how good <laughs> Lemmy's <laughs> WrestleMania. Here's the thing go watch uh, WrestleMania 21. I literally had a friend. His brother came in during the WrestleMania 21 performance for Triple H and asked if Lemmy was dying because that's how <laughs> bad the performance was. Now, why don't they do like like the lip sync thing or like they like pre-record them and like just have them lip sync so that way? Because it doesn't make sense. Instead of them do it. So Roman Reigns has a new theme song. Getting back to it. And this huh. has been long overdue because he should have probably had a new themed song since the shield broke up. But this was the last ah. remaining remnants, Brandon, of the shield. Like mm-hmm. the shield, it, it kind of made me almost like somber because I was like, the shield is actually yeah. over. Like this is done. Like the, the whole Thank generation you. has passed us because they, they debuted almost, what, nine years ago? Yeah. You know, so they, this you literally know, yeah. is the difference between like Austin in 98. And Hogan in 88. You know what I mean? It's like that a whole time period has passed us by. It's crazy to think That's about. That's nuts. Yeah, I, this this theme is going to have to grow on me. I'll have to hear you it a like few it? more times. But I, I'm, I mean, I'm just so used to that S.H.I.E.L.D. theme. It just sort of became sort of, you know, iconic to me. And it's just like, I know people were sort of like, oh, he needs to get away from that. But I just, I like the theme so much that. Yeah, you got kind it's of like, accustomed kinda, to yeah, it. Yeah, I've like gotten so accustomed to it that now it's like, oh, wow, I was like drawing, like, oh, he's got a different theme now when you, when you showed it to me. Uh, but it's cool, you know, it's got that sort of tribal thing going with Well, the I tunes, told you, I was like, I actually character. didn't, I actually didn't like it. I, and I like the song, but it's like one of those things where, you know, and go watch, uh, Chris Van Vliet does an amazing interview with uh, Jim Johnston, so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. It's like, to me, it's like it doesn't fit Roman's, as good as the song as it is. It's like it doesn't fit Roman's vibe as much. Like I feel like a Jim Johnston would have taken into account um, his character more. So like the beginning is amazing, but then it gets kind of urban. And it's not to say like, oh, an urban song doesn't fit Roman Reigns, but it's kind of like, you know, like a Jay Uso and a Jimmy Uso are more urban-ish. But like Roman's a little bit more generic is the way I told Brandon and not again not as a a a slight when i say that but like it's kind of weirder for him like to like like again the thing i went viral for paul Heyman walked out to that song better than roman did <laughs> you know because he kind of had the well, he was got that swag man, man. yeah he had the swag that's what i said and so to <laughs> me it's like it's sad but i was like oh man what could have been if johnston still worked for the company because i feel like he would have just knocked it out of the park with a roman theme my opinion. Big Daddy Roman. Right. So, yeah. So, what's the deal with, with, with Deep Brian, your top five? My t- Deep Brian, my top five. That's a Booker T reference if no one understood that. Um, I guess his contract has come up. And he was saying in media that he wanted to wrestle for other companies. Again, I don't know if this is a work. I don't know if this is a situation where, you know, he's going to just resign with WWE. Um, yeah, look, hey, look, uh, Zaddy Roman, as Diego says, but Hollis says would have liked a more Polynesian Samoan deal to it. Uh, not even to me. 
And what I mean by that is the intro got it right, which is it was a Roman theme. It was like it had that Roman theme to it. No pun intended. But then it goes into like this like urban kind of thing. And it's like. Should have stuck with the (laughs) Roman stuff. It would have been great to see like that grandioso, like the the grand grandeur of Roman reigns, you know, I don't know. Trust me, I, I like if you had commissioned me to write a song about Roman Reigns, like I wouldn't have gone that direction. And again, this is saying that it is an amazing song, great theme. But I'm saying Roman Reigns, though, forget the song. It's like you're writing character. Uh, Jim Johnson's always said this. You're writing character movie scores. So mm-hmm. it's like if you're somebody who doesn't understand professional wrestling, you need to hear a couple notes of that song and automatically think Roman Reigns. You know what I mean? So the first half of the theme, the intro gets it right, but then later on, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. My opinion. My opinion. Maybe you'll like it. Yeah, maybe you'll like it later. Maybe it just needs a girl on you. Dun, but yeah, but dun, wouldn't it? Anyway, go ahead. Wouldn't it be great if we got, you know, D. Bryan versus like Kenny Omega somewhere, you know, down the road? Not Kenny Omega like having company, all the belts. Like, yeah, like what if they did one of those? That'd be pretty He's, neat. He won the Impact World title recently too, you know what I mean? Off of Rich Swan. And uh, I don't know if I agree. Maybe I'm a too much of a traditionalist just because you mentioned right. Kenny Omega, but I didn't agree with like him not displaying the Impact World title of Blood and Guts when he came out mm-hmm. and like had Michael Nakazawa win it. And then I think he didn't even like come out with it again at, at like Impact. It's like if I were Impact and I'm like, we gave you our world title, like why the fuck are you not displaying it? Like it's the greatest world title in the world. You know, that's just my opinion. It's like if you're gonna win the belts, make them mean something. They're not just fucking toys. They are like, (laughs) I am the greatest professor wrestler, and it would make you look better if you're like, look at my belts. Right. You know. Now, what would be next? I wonder. WWE Championship. <laughs> Somebody's got to take it off of Bobby Lashley. <laughs> or Lashley. And Jim man. Ross already. You know Jim Ross already spoiled it on an episode of AEW Dynamite. Uh, he said the <laughs> WWE champion Kenny Omega. So there we go. That would be. You know, I think that would be a neat little angle. I think you get a little, a little spike in the, in the rating there. If some you did some weird like that, Talk. but I, I do feel I feel bad for I, I feel bad for both Drew and Lashley. That's <laughs> like they're champions, and that's cool. Did I told you? Did I tell you by the way? Wait, yeah. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait. Yeah. Wait a sec. Speed of WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Did I tell you? What was the last thing I said <laughs> on, on the podcast? I said if you if WWE is smart, they'll put. Drew McIntyre on first. He'll be the first wow. guy that walks out. Wow. WWE <laughs> Championship. Bobby Lashley. First match of the night. And then the last match of the night. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Who told you? Wait, wait. I want to hear it. I want to hear it, Brandon. Who told you? Yeah. Yeah. That's why night two is better. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. You know what? No. I it was, was correct, was though. Cool. Yeah, yeah. No, you were correct. You called it right. Uh, and it ended up working out because Sasha and... Banks had had a, had a great match, so it, right, it, and that's why I told people yeah, they're so getting too caught up in the fact that like oh the storyline's been the weak story and stuff. Yeah, they yeah. were as if they were the given the main event, they yeah. were going to have a good match. That's what I said, right? And they were, they were the best match of the night. Maybe yeah. not as good as Bad Bunny, 
believe it or not. Right, right yeah. Which is believe it or not, which is crazy to say. Like, but my point is, they yeah. deserve the main event. After all was said and done, they deserve the main event. It was a great match. Sasha Banks took a hell of a whipping, quite literally, <laughs> with that hair. Uh, everything pro wrestling says, hey, Kenny and Brandon, hope every uh, hope things are well, guys. Oh. Hope everything's good with you as well. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, they, they just did amazing. They did amazing, and I was really proud. Of, I don't want to say emotional, but you know, I was very, very proud to see them get that moment. And they really, especially having a two-night event, it's like I, I kind of want to see them keep doing a two-night event it was a great it was great how it went you didn't like it okay i I like it but i'm wondering like can they just do a solid just like three hour with like okay your best okay okay but if you say that then we cut out okay you know how i like night one and you like night two so literally we're saying one of those nights gets cut so, or half of the matches from night one get cut and half yeah. of the matches from night two get cut. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Like, like you is put, it worth it? You put, like, yeah. But is it worth it? It's like, it's like, cool let's say we cut, like no, let's say we cut, yeah. let's say we cut Apollo and Big Biggie and we cut, right. um, I don't know, The Fiend and, and, and Randy Orton. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's, it would be hard to cut these matches. That we cut okay. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Just to That's trim it down to the three hours? Well, yeah, we can't cut title matches, I guess. Well, like. Big E versus Apollo, we can't cut, I guess, is the IC title. But we're like, we can't cut title <laughs> matches. And then, so what they're going to do is like, okay, if the Fiend and Randy Orton can't fight, so we're going to put them with the US title. So Sheamus ver- it's going to be <laughs> Sheamus versus Riddle versus <laughs> Orton versus the Fiend. <laughs> versus the Fiend, yeah. Big, right, Doctor NXT Scorpio yeah. says it best. Night two gets cut except for the main event. Oh, wow! He's wow! Wow! Absolutely wow. correct, hated, bro. Haters, <laughs> haters, we hate it, man. It's like, yeah, I, it's tough because it's like it's it's cool because you get you get to use more of the roster, right? And they get to do, and then you'll have you can have surprise moments where you have you know, Sasha. Remember when Becky Lynch came out? Oh wait, no, the Bellas came out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Jesus Christ! Those are great. Horrible. Oh, that was awesome too. Yeah, when the Bellas came out, I marked out for that. No one else cared. No, no one else cared. I forgot I had AirPods Pro, by the way, which means like yeah. I can like do noise canceling. So now I don't hear a thing. <laughs> Can't out. I bought these, by the way, in the last month. AirPods Pros. Uh-uh. Your boy leveling up, Brandon. You want my old AirPods? Tough shit, you're uh, not getting them. Uh, I don't really have any other Apple. <laughs> See, Apple Slam Hope Wrestling says Brandon doesn't like a two night takeover or two night mania because he wants an NXT takeover on Saturday. It's true, absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, why? Why did they, did they just do that? Hollis says, they, "Wait, wait, well, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call attention to this." Hollis says, "Told you Becky Lynch wouldn't be appearing." This is a problem yes. I have. No, no, wait, wait. Yes. This is a problem I have. I don't care who's right or wrong. I just want the awesome moment. Because if someone had told me Becky Lynch was appearing and I said, no, that's never going to happen, and then I was wrong, I'd have been happy. <laughs> I don't care about being right. I just want an awesome moment to happen. They had fucking Nikki and Brie Bella walk out to bitch slap Bailey. The fuck, man? Joe shit the underliger didn't show his ass up. What the hell is going on here? 
He's like, oh, you know, Becky, she's going to have a great WrestleMania moment. <laughs> you guys don't know. Look, the problem <laughs> is I was booking for night one. I was booking for night one, and Brandon Brandon was booking for night two. For night two? Literally what show. happened. I booked night one. Brandon booked night two. We saw how it happened. <laughs> Dude, Freaking Nigerian do- drum fight. <laughs> Like, you cut that match out, you put the Bad Bunny match on night two, night two's the best. <laughs> Tell you, right there. But the, the Bad Bunny match was mania. amazing. All right? That's mania right there. It'd be, like, it'd be like watching Brandon, like, hit on a girl and be successful because, like, you never see it coming, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it says, oh, I'm going to get what I can, I can get, but still, I got to take my wins when I can. Speaking of which, speaking of Hollis yeah. taking an L, can we talk about Blood and Guts? Because Blood and Guts, first of all, let me give credit where credit is due. Blood and Guts was an amazing match. Blood and Guts was amazing with the pinnacle. As soon as the pinnacle came out wearing white, I was like, they're all going to bleed. Because there's no (laughs) way that they're wearing white gear. And they're not going to bleed. Second of all, Inner Circle coming out with the uh, Dead President's attire. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I loved it. Now let's talk about the criticism where the criticism is due because again hollis was gonna say um you know i wasn't giving credit or or clowning jericho you know it's not jericho on clowning and it's not chris jericho taking that bump that he did at the end uh-huh. of the match was chris jericho's got balls there's nothing that's gonna make me say yeah. oh jericho did wrong my criticism is with the production value because again hollis who was there in person mind you probably got it looked amazing it, it probably what the presentation was great the problem was sitting at home watching it it did not come across as good why because was they it cut, like a camera angle thing it yeah. was a camera yeah, angle they thing it. they yeah. cut to a close-up shot of chris jericho falling and so you could see the cardboard and you could see that it was just painted painted cardboard and he fell into a pad of course, no. And people were like, well, what, did you want him to kill himself? People, people didn't understand. People don't understand. People, when Matt Hardy fell and he hit his head on concrete, everybody said, oh, AEW isn't safe. Now they do something safe and you're calling for blood. None of you can be happy. And you know what? I would call out um, hypocrite. I would call out somebody if they're a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. My thing is, it was not the fall that was the problem. First of all, nobody wanted to see Matt Hardy kill himself. Okay, the reason the Matt Hardy thing was so bad was because it was a botch. He was not supposed to hit the concrete. He was supposed to hit the padding. Okay, and he didn't. That's where the criticism is. So for people to call attention to that and compare it to Jericho stuff is deplorable is literally not what we're talking about. Now, let's get back to the Jericho thing. No, nobody wanted to kill himself. Obviously, nobody wanted to kill himself. It really sickens me to say, but even JD from NY had the opinion of like, nobody wanted to see this guy hit concrete. We just wanted to suspend our disbelief. Me and JD from NY agreed on this shit. That's to tell you that the hell froze over because I hate the guy. But my point is, all they had to do was when they showed the replay, right? They had this wide shot. And when Jericho fell, it looked gnarly, right? When they cut to that wide shot. That's all they had to do was when he fell. And I had, and I, I, call, I call attention to him, Chan Man on Twitter, which by the way, me and Chan Man had a beer when he was here for WrestleMania 37. Great Twitter account. Go follow him if you don't already. Um, 
he was saying stuff like, look at this stuff with Rikishi when he fell into the hay. Nobody had the criticism then. Why did nobody have criticism for Rikishi falling? Because they cut to a wide shot. Uh, when he fell into the bed. Okay. Right, he fell into a bed of hay. But my point is, all they had to do was cut, and I'll do it. I, I promise you, I'll do it tomorrow on Twitter just to show you the difference. I will edit, splice in the, camera, the right camera angle, and, tell, and you tell me if it looks different on social media, okay? Because we wanted to believe, again, as a character, we want to believe that Jericho died off of that, right? Like, oh my God, I can't believe that. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't actually want him to get hurt. The way I said it, the way I compared it, actually, and I really stand by this. I said, okay, for all of you motherfuckers who are saying, oh, well, did you want him to fall in concrete? I said, no. Just like in Game of Thrones, when they had the scene where there was a Starbucks cup accidentally placed in front of Daenerys. All we wanted to do was forget that we were watching a acting, you know, acting by these actors. We wanted to believe we were in olden times. And we are taken out of that when we see a Starbucks cup that is accidentally left in. Right? So is it like, oh, well, Daenerys is a stupid, uh, Amelia Clark is a stupid actress and she's, she should have been uh, this and that. No, 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 no. Nobody's acting is called into question. Game of Thrones is not even called into question. It's just this one shot and the oversight of there being a Starbucks cup in the shot. That's what we're saying is a negative. And they went back in and they edited it out. My point is, if you were AEW, and let's say they had an AEW network or they're going to show replays or things like that or whatever, Cut to that <laughs> wide shot because you did you did yourself a disservice by showing the close up of him falling in. That's all. Peacock Peacock would have gotten it right. Peacock would have gotten it right. Peacock would have gotten Dick Ebersol, NBC would have gotten yeah. it right. You see, I know my shit. Yeah. But my point is, um <laughs> people saying I disagree with the Rikishi thing, it's because he ran over Stone Cold, you deserved it. But my point <laughs> is like if they had cut to and 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 you know, I'll even give WWE credit on the Rikishi thing because him falling on hay looked not so fake. Because it looked like he busted his ass. You know what I mean? And with the steel thing, it's like nobody wanted Jericho to fall on that. But like if you had put an aluminum thing over, it's as opposed to card painted cardboard. You put aluminum over there, which aluminum doesn't hurt, mind you. It's a thin, a thin piece of metal. Maybe we wouldn't be having this conversation because you have one piece of big aluminum and Jericho falls and bends the whole thing. And it's like, well, holy shit. I say these things because AEW needs to learn, right? AEW, I want AEW to thrive. This is the second time that people are clowning AEW for an ending <laughs> in a short time span. It's not a good thing. Why do you think people are so like laser-focused in on things like this in their shows? Is it because they're like trying to be the alternative company or is it just do you want me to say it and again i'm a big yeah. AEW fan i'm a big wwe fan so you're not going to get any bias from me uh-huh. it's as simple as people clown wwe all the time but wwe gets this shit right for the most part again for the most part <laughs> their production value is great so they get these things right when the fiend got burned great visual now imagine if they had if it had been a lot more fake looking that wouldn't have been a great moment, right? And Hollis, look, Hollis, I'm going to say this. You're, you're biased. You like AEW, but you're saying agreed, but it doesn't negate the match. Who's negating the match? That's the thing. Just because I'm offering criticism on the ending doesn't mean I'm negating the match. Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle was a great, great blood and guts 
akin to the old war games. I loved it. I already said that. We're just talking about the ending, okay? Just like any good movie, we're talking about, hey, this was a good movie, but the ending left. I say it like this. Dexter is one of my favorite (laughs) TV series. One of my favorite TV series, okay? If not, like, up there with Breaking Bad and stuff like that. The ending? Horrible. But does that mean, like, oh, I'm like, oh, all the rest of Dexter, all five seasons or whatever the hell it was, is, is terrible? No. So I don't understand why people... Just because I'm saying the ending was shit, it doesn't mean that I'm saying that the whole series was shit. Yeah, but can you go back and watch Dexter Absolutely. or Game of Thrones knowing how Absolutely. No, no, no. Absolutely. I can. Because Dexter, especially like with Rita in the bathtub without spoiling it, yeah. amazing. Still one of the best scenes I've ever seen on television because I, I watched it my heart raced. So again, I could watch back, you know, blood and guts, and, and just take and away other, that one scene. What was the other one? Yeah. What? what was the other one with the exploding ring? Uh, what if it revolution. Was yeah, revolution. Like, could you watch yeah. Revolution again? You know, knowing yeah. That one's rough. I, I don't know if I can watch <laughs> that one back. That one, I will say, because uh, yeah. And by the way, let's talk about the fact that um, NXT went to Tuesdays in the in the time we've been away. NXT has oh, been amazing. Yeah. NXT is getting back mm-hmm. to what NXT was. And of course, a lot of people are like, well, the ratings, AEW's ratings don't matter because they're unopposed. The, uh, you know, NXT, uh, AEW's ratings don't matter because they're unopposed. NXT's ratings don't matter because they're, they're unopposed. And it's like, that but was that the does point. what we wanted to see. Yeah, right. we wanted to exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I don't like the fanboys. I really don't like the fanboys because it's like the fact that AEW for blood and guts. So everything I said, all that criticism I said on AEW, yeah. here's the really good part about it. AEW did over a million viewers this past Wednesday. They were number one on cable television. I don't give a flying fuck about what happened at the end. The fact that they were number one on television, that excites me. 